This week's episode of the award-winning, multiple award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by Refunds. Kamala Harris has just suspended her presidential campaign out of nowhere. And I just want to know where I can sign up for my refund for my campaign contributions. I'm going to need that money to get the fuck out of this country after this bullshit. I need because that money. I need that money. <laughs> set it off reference. That was my baby Christmas money. <laughs> I set it off reference. I need that money to get the fuck out of this country because this shit is going to be <sighs> fucked. We have only white old people to rely on at this point yeah. to save this democracy. No malarkey. Joe, Joe, I was like Joe Button is stupid. I would rather Joe. Not a slogan, sir. I would rather Joe Button at this point. (laughs) This shit is it it is so fucked. I went from sad to angry today, and I'm angry because I want my goddamn money back. (laughs) Because Kamala had plenty of money in the bank to continue this campaign. She already Mm. qualified for Mm. the December debate. And more than likely would qualify for the January debate. I have no idea why she would enter this campaign this early. Outside of, obviously, speculation that she made a deal with somebody else to be their VP. Because she definitely had the, just got the bus decorated and made us watch all the video of it. said, Kamala Harris, something about the people, for the people, or something. Justice for the people. Sure that. Uh, so I was like, wow, she got the new little tour bus. She about to go. You know, nationwide. Something Sierra ain't doing with her new single. Um, Kamala about to go nationwide and tell the people why she needs to be the one. So I don't know. I'm not not that I had a choice or have a choice because I still don't know who. It, but she wasn't a no, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. All the rest of them is just gonna be hold my nose and vote because girl. <laughs> Girl, I guess. Click whatever. the D or click the R, but don't click the I. Do not click the I. That's a wasted vote. Um, I'm just whatever. I'm gonna need that money to get the fuck out of this country <laughs> I ASAP. I need that money. I need that money. <laughs> I gave her a lot of money, and she quit early. I want the money back. Yeah. So, thank you for I guess. I mean, where does it go? Because she just put that into her Bank of America, or does that have to go transfer to a trust? She still has to use it for, like, political campaigns, and so, I mean, I guess she can use it to continue to run for Senate in California um, if she runs for Senate again. Oh, okay, because I was like, so where does the money go? That was my question. I was like, so where does the money go? And she had more money than Cory Booker, and Cory Booker's still in the race. Uh, I need that money. (laughs) And Julian Castro. Julian Castro is also still in the race, ain't been in two debates. He was the first one to release a video statement about how great she was and um, how there was a double standard for black women. And I was like, what? Julio, where you come from? Joaquin. <laughs> it was a very nice um, statement. It was very eloquent. It, very beautiful. But I was like, where the fuck he come from? Because <laughs> did I miss a debate or something? Well, I no. Did. He, I did miss a debate. He ain't I didn't been know in a couple. On. He ain't been in a couple because he didn't qualify. He didn't have oh. enough support or enough. Um, I think the thresholds was like dollar amounts and mm-hmm. the number of supporters that support you. The number. You got to be like above three yeah. percent, and then if you are above three percent, then you got to the stage. And, and Tulsa Gab- Gabbard up there. Tulsa Gabbard didn't as not even qualify for the December debate, and she's still in. I am up. Chloe Char or something. She just did the view. She barely just made it. Barely so. just made it. But I'm just. 
this country is going to hell in a handbasket. And all this impeachment shit, this man is about to get off for all these goddamn crimes. And it's not going to face no consequences. And if you thought he was batshit crazy now, huh? wait till he has gotten past the Congress and is no longer about to be impeached. Can you imagine how batshit crazy he is then? The only people that could have ever held him accountable for anything didn't hold him accountable the for Republican anything. The Republican Senate. Mm-hmm. And so he had that to be scared of at first. And now, if he clears that, he ain't got shit to be scared of. He can just do whatever the fuck he wants. So, um, happy holidays. I am the Superman. C-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. A.K.A. John's Legacy. Um, we're going to get to Queen and Slim here in a minute. BKA, the defender of Zion. Um, if you don't know who Zion is, Zion is Dwayne Wade's gender flexible child. I thought you were talking about the churches because there was a Mount Zion no, around you... the corner from the house. You make a left, and then when you pass the corner store, it's next. It's two doors down from the liquor store. Mount Zion Missionary Baptist. Then you need to read more of. Um, I grew up in the South. It was the churches and liquor stores everywhere. Read more about me. I'm not the defender of that. I am the defender of Zion. <laughs> Like two doors down from the liquor store, yeah. No. And this was in the hood. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. I don't have nothing witty this week. Oh, okay. I, I'm defeated. Oh. Hmm. You gonna get your money from um, the <laughs> Kamala Harris, the I Kamala Harris campaign? <laughs> I need that money, too. <laughs> I ain't gonna disclose how much money I gave her, but I gave her some money. I and I want that money, money. back. <laughs> Shit. I gotta get out this anyway. Um, our icebreaker this week is: Would you delete our first fifty episodes of this podcast for a Fortune five hundred company sponsorship? Yes. Uh, I'm dumb. Uh, it was really all about the money the whole time, and fuck this show, cuz bro, whatever the cool word is. That's your final answer? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my answer is no. Yeah. And so it, it, <laughs> that won't happen. I, won't, I would let y'all know that. Excuse me? Delete everything I built and did independently before you girls? Get out of my face. Um, But I know that that's a, a question that some people in different um, social avenues are facing because... When they start a YouTube channel, or when they start a podcast, or when they start a a Vimeo account, or whatever the fuck they were doing, and then it gets more traction, these Fortune 500 companies will go look back at the very first thing that you did and say, "Ooh, girl, you said nigga too many times." You know, I don't know if we really want to put that much money behind you Ooh. if you've done this. So if you just take this off so you don't get us canceled with you because when people start seeing your uh, brand blown up, they go back to the old shit and start digging in the old shit. And then the old shit can get you canceled and them canceled sometimes depending on what you said. So I've always been a person that feels very comfortable in everything that I say. I don't feel like I've ever said anything that was bigoted, racist, homophobic, transphobic, or oh, anything like we that. Had, no, not homophobic or trans... I mean, that's not our gig, but... Okay. Bigoted? Yeah. You, you feel like... So it's heterosexuals? Ugh, gross. 
I've explicitly said openly that heterosexuality is gross. I don't know how y'all do it. The bisexual thing. So you want to put it in me and put it in a girl? Can you just put it in me and just cut out that relationship? That's just my own personal. That's a preference, <laughs> not not bigotry. But, you know, so... You, bigotry would be more of, I can't believe y'all exist. I don't want y'all to 375,000 followers. All of LA hits me up and say that they want to do a beauty campaign. So before y'all got to me where someone is DMing me, mm-hmm. y'all just sat around and had two or three meetings about me before it got to me. And did a lot of research. And then said, oh, well, we need to go you to go delete this video from 2017. That's back when I was building my audience. I am the person I am today because people supported me when all of Olay didn't support me. Y'all want me to and have clear know. skin now, but girl, what about when it was a bumpy road? Huh. Where all of Olay was then? So, I'm just like your friends, if they don't support you when you um, eat a bologna and cheese on the booty ends of the bread, don't have these niggas sitting around in your spot when you uh, make it. I guess that's lessons uh, from this past decade going into the next decade. Uh, lessons from Memphis, shit. I was eating booty ends of the bread on bologna sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Now niggas want to come celebrate. Move. Wow. You tell your story. Um, <clears throat> that is our icebreaker. This making me feel guilty for eating booty pizza of the bread. I had to survive. But look at you. You made it. You, you weren't malnourished. I was malnourished. Not eating bologna. That's the fattiest fucking uh, lunch meat you can find. Bologna? That'll put five pounds on your ass in a minute. Um... I love this show. What the fuck are we talking about? Baloney. <laughs> that has been our icebreaker this week. I hope the ice has been broken. <laughs> uh, our word of the day this week is W-E-R-D. Fendom. F-I-N-D-O-M. Fendom. I thought it was F-E-M-D-O-M because I've clicked that category on Pornhub. Wow. But... That's Femdom. Yeah. Syllables, Tennessee. Cool. I misunderstood. Cool. This is a joke. Okay. Fendom is um, financial domination. It is a sexual fetish in particular, in a particular practice of dominance and submission where a submissive will give gifts and money to a financial dominant. So that means I have to give you, I thought you had to give me stuff on the end. If you are the dominant, Okay. Yeah. You gotta give me stuff, right? <laughs> Girl, first of all, I'm not giving you shit. I'm giving you time to be on this podcast. Um, huh? So, okay, the fandom. Uh-huh. The actual person that is the dominant is the poor one. No shade. Oh. And she finds, he or she finds a richer person that is willing to give them money oh. to dominate them. Oh. Yeah. Get into it. No, no, no. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want this kind. Yeah, you do. Actually. Uh, <laughs> and so you're like allowed. There's like a thug on to me, like, "Oh, hey, bro, you gonna pay my T-Mobile bill?" And he tell him like, that you're a but, but I hate your pussy. I'm like, oh, you did eat my pussy, but I'm not gonna give you thirty five dollars plus tax, nigga. <laughs> no, you still have it. So I'm not the dominant one. I'm the poor one. Yes. Oh, I'm the poor one. Yes. I get to be the poor one. You always get oh. to be the poor one. <laughs> oh my gosh. And so as the Poorer one because fandoms don't always be Come poor. On. They 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 may be in six figures, seven figures. Oh, okay, but 
in the fantasy of the fandom, they are the poor one, but they're getting money from the other person by dominating them. What? I just learned something. I knew what it was, but I think I misinterpreted it. Apparently. Wow. So, let's just say, okay, (laughs) um... Me and Michael B. Jordan because let's just put that. <laughs> yeah, Michael B. Jordan makes more money than you. But, exactly. <laughs> let's put that in the universe. But Michael B. Jordan typically, you know, he gets white women and white women Gross. fawn over him and you know, whatever. Uh-huh. I'm still trying to cure him of that. Thank but he you. comes to a person like me and I slap the fuck out of him. Uh-huh. I punch him in the ass. I fuck him. I lick his booty and all of that. All of our ladies are going to sponsor you 50 episodes from now. We're just going to have to live this episode. Um, listen to it while y'all can. But, you know, he doesn't typically get treated like that. Uh-huh. And so he wants someone to dominate him and yeah. treat him like that. And in response and in payment for my services, I'm going to need you to cash me one of them checks, Michael B. Jordan. And this that would make me like, yeah. defend him. So I am financially dominant over Michael B. Jordan because he has more money than me, but he wants me to do things that dominate him. So the guy that was on pose when yes. he was locked up in the cage in the garage, he was like, oh yeah, you can, you and your girls can have a girls weekend in my house. Just lock me up in the garage. Cause you know, I'm this rich, wealthy white man and you're a black trans woman. Mm. Um, so this, that'll be his payment to yes. her for dominating him and locking him in the cage in the garage. Oh. Cause he has so he doesn't care about that house. He doesn't care yeah. about the money that spent that weekend. He cares about the experience yeah. of being someone dominated. else dominating. And him. that latex outfit being handcuffed. Yeah. Being and that makes him feel left alone. Right. That makes him feel more powerless than he typically does in his everyday life because he's a millionaire and he feels on the powerful stock exchange, all the time. making decisions every day. And ain't nobody put him in no goddamn um cell in a latex mm. outfit and told him to shut the fuck up. So mm, fend him. Okay, okay, all right. I learned something today. Bitch me. I learned something. Imagine that. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting this ghetto ass podcast yeah. all year long. Um, we have made it another year, and we would not have made it through 2019 without mm. all of your support. Um, <clears throat> if you would like to continue to support this podcast, mm-hmm. please get over to our Patreon right now. We have new content up, exclusive content that you will not see anywhere until. I put it somewhere else. Yeah. And so, um, there is something very personal that we put up that I would like for you guys to go check out over on Patreon, but you will not be able to see it anywhere other than Patreon. So if you would like to go check out that personal image and, um, the actual, it's basically a half an episode that we put up today as well. (laughs) Um, that we talked about a myriad of different issues that we will never talk about in the actual podcast. Go over to our Patreon right now. The link is in the description for at least one goddamn dollar. You can be a Patreon subscriber and support this podcast. If you ain't got no goddamn dollar, uh-huh. which I don't believe, it's Christmas season. Find you a goddamn and dollar. You're trying and to be fan dumb over us, so right? Right. I don't know which the I just got reconfused. I got to listen back to the episode. Yeah. If you're trying to fund me punching you, oh, or slapping you, or licking you, or anything like that, get over to the Patreon right now. 
Your birthday next week. My birthday is coming up. It is Sagittarius <laughs> season. We're going to get to Sagittarius season here soon. Here we go. <clears throat> um, but get over to Patreon right now. The link is in the description. A dollar. It's Christmas time. Give us a dollar. You listen every week. We appreciate you. But give us a dollar. Also, make sure you guys are leaving us um, reviews on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you listen to podcasts on. I haven't seen any new reviews in a while. Am I getting ugly? Oh my gosh, am I gaining weight? Am I not your type anymore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> make sure you guys check out the dis- link in the description where you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or just whatever app you listen to podcasts on. Give us a good tweet. Give us a cute little tweet. For your followers or something Retweet our links and all that Blah 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 Promotion stuff Promotion stuff Yeah our affirmation this week is The first step to a new beginning Begins with taking an actual step You can't take a step From the couch or the bed This season and weather Makes it easy to be lazy Mm -hmm. But fight the feeling And give yourself and your community Your best foot forward Take center stage of your life And don't wait for January 1st to be a new beginning. New beginnings can happen right now. You got to start putting the uh, plan in motion right now. Because I'm sure whatever you want to do January 1st, it ain't going to be free. You got to study the little taste. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be, yeah. The, <laughs> you got to study the little up. taste to know what you're doing when January 1st get here. So you definitely have to get started by today. I definitely um, started my thoughts on my 2020 plan like two or three weeks ago. So... Um, yeah, definitely every day. The gym, um, therapy visits, all that shit is going to be expensive in January. All that shit is going to be expensive. So, so start, start doing, putting that shit in motion now. Don't be like, oh, well in 2020, I'm going to go to therapy. I'm going to get back into therapy. Mm -hmm. Oh, well in January, you're not the only one that's thinking that. Because then the deductible start over, then therapists going to be like, oh, no, the pace, the rolling pay scale, uh, started over. LA Fitness is not playing with the girls. Trust me, I know. (laughs) Um, So, on to our tepid topics. Last week we talked about going to see Queen and Slim. And now that we have actually seen it, it was horrible. Thoughts? (laughs) I'm lying. Um, It had its problems, but that's just because I critique our productions harsher. But, you know, places where you can um, let Disney and Marvel and Thanos and whoever the culprit is. I don't know. But when it comes to, like, telling our stories, we definitely are our harshest critics. So, um, I was just glad that Beyonce checked in at the premiere on Saturday and that helped the number. But um, I liked it. I liked how it was the perfect to me. It was the perfect um, flip flop between the we're running from the cops and then also oh now you like flip flopping we're run, we're we're running from the cops and also developing a love story um, when they pulled up to dance and then oh spoiler alert um, he was like Come so on. the only thing we're not going to spoil is the so, end oh no th- I think that's my only spoiler I just really liked how that was it was such a beautiful love story then he was like. Hey, um, young man, come take our picture. I want to memorize it. Whatever he said, memorialize this. And you know, but also another spoiler. Can I say like when the little boy shot the officer? I didn't see that coming. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't see it coming either. I thought that was weak writing, unfortunately. And so, um, when listening to her talk about it in other venues, she was saying that, like, the importance of the race of the officer meant something, but then I'm just like, you tried it, and I'm not here for it. And she tried, she tried, she was talking about how she was trying the hell out of it. Then I was like, when she got through, I still wasn't here for it, but. I guess so. My spoilers are, yeah, I really liked it. Also, one more thing. When he gave the gun to the white man at the corner store, I was like, what? Yeah, it was, that was dumb to me. There were a few moments where this movie was like, what? And then I was like, when the little boy shot the officer, I was like, what? Then I was just like, what? But I liked it. <laughs> um, I liked the visuals. I liked, um... So, the cinematography gets a plus. Yes. Melina Masuk... What was her name? Yes, Melina Masukis. Uh-huh, did her thing. She spent her Beyonce money appropriately. Uh, she's directed stuff for Beyonce and worked on different mm-hmm. things that Beyonce has worked on. And, and it could... And I could tell. I could see her fingerprint on it because if you've seen other... Uh, Beyonce things. Beyonce things from Lemonade and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I could see that fingerprint throughout this movie. And so I thought that was a good thing. I just thought, unfortunately, I love Lena Waithe. I think Lena Waithe is growing as a writer. Uh-huh. This is her first movie. As the principal writer, yes. Her, like, she said she got the idea from a white man, actually, that came up to her at a party, but he knew that he couldn't tell the story himself as a white man authentically, mm-hmm. so he was telling it to her as a black woman and definitely as a black lesbian. Um, mm, like, your eye on it is going to be like, bitches ain't going to expect that. Yes. <laughs> and I thank him for that because I would not have want, wanted to see this film <laughs> from, from a white person, <laughs> uh, from a white perspective. Um, I'm thankful for the blackness that was in the movie because there was a whole bunch of blackness in the movie. Sweetie. I implore everyone that has not seen the movie to go see the movie because it is still worth a watch. Yes. I mean, if you've seen any of the other fucking mediocre movies that came out in 2019, this ain't going to hurt your pocket. Yeah. But, no, just beyond but I wanted it to be yeah. better. Yeah. As a moviegoer, as a cinephile myself, I love mm-hmm. movies and mm-hmm. I am critical about movies. And I was like, this is something that I feel like I could have wrote. Oh, Oh, oh! And if y'all I feel first like, movie. and if I feel like I could have wrote it, and okay. I ain't never wrote no movie, <laughs> y'all first movie, then it's room for improvement, and that's not shade. Yeah, because I am a writer, but I know that my skill level, skill level as a writer, is not at the point of I need to be releasing a worldwide release of a movie. Lena Waithe feels that for her pen. And I'm not taking away from her pen, but I'm just, it just left more to be desired. I felt like I needed more, more depth in the characters, more depth in the story, and definitely more for the ending. Um, And my AKA John's legacy was like one of the strongest moments in the movie. Again, and I'm not going to spoil the full Mm -hmm. ending, but there was a moment where one of the characters said to the other character, that they were their legacy. Uh-huh. And so, I thought that was cute. That my fiancé is my legacy. You had texted me the other week um, to start working on my best man speech. 
and the same way that I was talking about um, in our Patreon content, I was talking about the Nikki thing. Like, I was sitting there watching the Nikki interview, and then all of a sudden, the Nikki thing came up. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like serendipity. And then, so you had texted me to start working on my best man speech, and then I was like, somebody had mentioned somewhere that, like, the person that you marry becomes your legacy. Because, like, yes. in de- in your death, you are you are survived by your mm-hmm. husband, wife, children, and, you know, like, things like that, and your contributions to the world. And I was like, wow, that is really... I need to put that in my speech. <laughs> and then I got to the movie, and then they started talking about your legacy. And I was like, bitch, this has got to be in my fucking best man speech. And then I was like, bitch, let me update my notes. Well, I hope your notes are updated. <laughs> yeah, I can't use it now because... Yes, you can. You just got to rework it. You got to write. It. <laughs> you got to write. now because your legacy is just so commonplace. Bitch, I, I was thinking about using that phrase before bitches th- made it popular. <laughs> well, to her credit, she's been working on the film for years. Two years. So, uh-huh. she thought of it before you. I wanted to say something. Oh, also, um, I am grateful that... India um, Moore... I'm I'm grateful for India Moore's representation in the movie and we not even having to call her a trans woman or identify her as a trans woman because she was just one of the women in the movie that um uh Queen's uncle had around the house. I guess he was sort of a pimp or something like that in the movie. And so he had like two or three women around the house that he was um putting out on the streets and working and all that stuff. And one of them was India Moore that we know from Pose. Uh-huh. And she was just a good woman character. We didn't need to talk about her transness. We didn't need to talk about um, yeah. any of that. She was just a In woman character. Moment, and I she did, was a beautiful character. Yeah, she wasn't. Yeah. She yeah. was just a woman. Yeah. And so I was grateful that Lena and Melina took the care with the trans actress to not make her the trans actress. She mm-hmm. was just an actress in the movie. Yeah. What I was going to say. Shout out to India more. She does deserve her moment. Um, I'm glad that um, Lena Waithe and Melina were able to find funding and sources. Because like, as gay men, black gay men, we have ideas that we can't get sourced and funded, LOL. And as um, black tr- black women, and including a lesbian in it, they were able to use their voices, their name power, and they were able to get it funded. So it was great that this was her first time being the principal writer and her first time directing a feature film for two hours. And th- more funding for that. More funding yeah. for that. I, wanted, I would like to see it. Yeah, uh, Lena Waithe has a TV show coming up. Um, I want to support that called Twenties. Oh, I was supposed to watch the trailer. Was it good? I didn't. Yeah, the, watch the trailer it. is okay. good. It's called Twenties. It comes out uh, sometime early next year. BT. Um, yeah. So I want to see more from Lena Waithe, but I want to see growth I'm as so well. Mm-hmm. I want to see growth. No shade. I love Lena Waithe, but for me, I just want to see growth. I want to see elevation. Well, I mean, you've got to um, do blood draws a few times before you become a pro at doing blood draws. Oh, no, you're not. As a nurse. You're preaching to the choir. <laughs> I'm, aware, I'm aware. <clears throat> but I also can't call myself a nurse if I've never done a blood draw before. <laughs> so that's that on that. Well, I'll leave that there. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Queen of Slim. If you guys have not seen the movie, go, go check it, it out. We're not spoiling the ending. No, no, but, still so much more. To yeah, still so much more. And maybe sometime in the future, we'll talk more about the ending after y'all have seen it. Um, the next story. 
Listen. Huh? <clears throat> Tidra. Who is that? Tidra. I'm about to tell you who she is in a uh-huh. minute. Tidra, you wrong as fuck. I know you feel you right as fuck, and your Christian Bible tells you that you right as fuck, but you are wrong as fuck. Um, Tidra Fluyen, I guess that's how you cool. pronounce her, her <laughs> last name, is spelled F L U. E L L E N. Fluellen, maybe. So are you? Do we? No, fuck her. Like, no, fuck her. Okay. She's a disgraced teaching a student. Uh, teacher what? <laughs> teacher assistant. Okay. Excuse me. Teacher assistant who has been accused of sexually abusing a teenage boy, um, in hopes of turning him straight. Uh, Tidra made the sexual advances towards the 16 year old boy and told him you don't have to be gay quote that is a quote you don't have to be gay Um, the boy was a student at Washington High School in Houston Texas when the abuse started Uh, so Tidra was abusing him as a straight woman because she felt like he might be a gay boy where's your news source for this abc.com pinknews.com okay we love pink news okay Uh, and so Court documents were filed. Obviously, she got caught. Tidra is a 51-year-old black woman. What, a 16-year-old? Yes. And when when I show you this picture... I don't, uh, don't show it to me because, you know, I, I'm holding liquids. I don't want to waste it on the microphone or your um, situation over there. Ooh. I just saw This picture. <laughs> this picture of Tidra. I just saw it in the reflection. Oh, did you see it? A mess. <laughs> I saw it anyway. <laughs> Tidra has abused the boy at least on four occasions in a variety wow. of places, including her storage unit, her home, and as well as the high school. Her she shit? <laughs> they down in the she? Burn it up. And it ain't the boy said shit. that he was assaulted by the woman on uh, one occasion when his grandmother, who was his guardian, was out of town. Um... He said that Tidra gave his cousin a drink with champagne and medication and said it's going to knock him out. Yeah. Um, Tidra also reportedly gave the boy a cell phone to which she stated sending sex to which she started sending sexually explicit messages um, and recruit and referred to the boy as her secret lover. So yeah, she had got to turn it all over to the police. Yes. Well, it's so, already turned over. <laughs> Sprint to turn all this over to the police because Sprint don't want no shade. And so now you done fuck the, the church's money. Oh, what the school's money. Mm-hmm. So, um, the boy's grandmother found the text messages and turned Tidra in. When she was, she discovered the graphic text messages and the Photos. pictures. Pictures that this 51-year-old woman was sending to a 16-year-old I boy. Don't want to see, well, first of all, 51-year-old titties. I wish it was just that. <laughs> it, it was more than that. Tidra said the, the cooch. What is it with the, the lips be all flabby and stuff? Loose. Curtains? Beef curtains. <laughs> yeah. She had the beef curtains out. And she admitted. She admitted to the crime. She admitted to the police that well, she had oral sex with the boy and told him that his life was not the lifestyle for him. Uh, she also said another student was trying to turn him out, which is slang for having sex with another man. It's a mess. Uh, she's in jail with $40,000 bond, so she ain't get, going nowhere because she ain't got no money. Um, the campus, the, the school that they were at has kicked her off of campus and said that they want a productive environment. Um, she 
probably is going to stay in jail for a little while. But the story, I think, was important because this is not a new story. It's something that happened last week. Ooh. This just happened last week. But it's something that I know that continues to happen throughout this country and probably throughout the world of straight people feeling like they can turn someone from being gay by administering heterosexual sex to them. And that's not how things work. It never has worked. I don't know why the Africans be thinking they can turn lesbians out by sticking their dick in them. Sir, I like to rub my clit against another clit. You putting something in there doesn't work. That's not how it works. Or sterilization. Like a lot of places in Africa will completely cut me the put, clitoris off. Me putting my dick in your pussy is not... I like things in my pussy. <laughs> well. So, shout out to Joel Osteen. I apologize that um, his weekly attendance of 52,000 people just wasn't enough to, like, cure this young man. And um, Clarice didn't know to send him down there. Teacher. <laughs> well. Down to the Houston. What is going on? Yeah. Um, if you thought he needed Christ, no, he don't need salvation. He need me. A 51-year-old fat black woman. With beef curtains. <laughs> Like, this is going to turn you out. You're going to be like, you know what? I want pussy from here on out. You wait to see he see this hairy pussy. <laughs> That's fat, gross. Fat hairy pussy at that. Uh, yeah, what do y'all think about that? I didn't know this This happened. I'm so glad we have this podcast. Uh, moving on to brighter news. Above the waist, hopefully. Um, there is a, um, young, I think he's a man. We don't say, cause the, the, the name is ambiguous. His name is Compass, I believe. Oh, that is very. Mm. Oh, it's a woman. See, that's why I had to do more research. Uh, her, her last name is Compass. Her first name is Tanya. Okay. Cause the article has her name as Compass. <clears throat> Tanya Compass was a homeless LGBT youth um, that was kicked out of her home last Christmas and was homeless um, for coming out last Christmas. And now she has started a queer black Christmas project um, that will help ostracized members of the LGBT community find and have a safe space to enjoy Christmas with their chosen families every year. Yeah. So it took her a year from being thrown out on the streets mm-hmm. and being homeless Thought herself she had no hope. to turning that around and being a a voice and a gift to other people that may be in similar circumstances. God her said, name. Hold on, I'm sending you a debit card. Okay, <laughs> a full credit card <laughs> with no limit. In Jesus' name. Um. Again, like I said, her name is Tanya Compass. Um, she said, queer black young people age 25 and under, if you are estranged from your family or have a difficult relationship with them, making the Christmas period particularly hard, queer black Christmas is for you. Queer black Christmas. Queer black Christmas. And so, um, as the Christmas season is quickly approaching, um, if you are an LGBT person that feels estranged from your family, um, or don't even want to face them problems and going and talking to them about whatever's going on in your life. Uh, queer Black Christmas. Queer Black Christmas Googling. is yeah, I'm Googling here. Googling it and getting, getting details. And yeah, is okay. is there for you. Um, 
it's easy it's easy to see why after a recent study that more than a quarter of LGBT adults will feel ashamed to have an uh, straight adults will feel ashamed to have an LGBT child. So with that study, um, Compass was inspired to create the event after working as a caseworker for Albert Kennedy Trust, uh, where she met many LGBT people with the same stories and was inspired to create this initiative. Um, she is hoping that more donations keep coming in and wants to continue to raise money. Um, I think it's a great source if you want to do Giving Tuesdays, uh, if you want to give to anything for Christmas, just to be charitable or be philanthropic for this season. Um, it's a great opportunity because it's for us, by us, by a, a woman of color, an LGBT woman of color. Um, focusing on other LGBT people of color. Yeah, Google that and donate to that for Giving Tuesday. I've been telling y'all about Giving Tuesday for the last two or three weeks. That's great. Um, the next story is about um, oh, I can't find her name. Where's her name? The damn website. Doing all these fucking videos and shit. There's a LGBT, not LGBT, excuse me. There's a trans woman in in Philadelphia. There we go. Um, an unnamed trans woman. That's why I didn't have her name. Because her name hasn't been released because we don't want to fur- further victimize her. Because she's already been victimized at this point. Um, who is suing a local pharmacy. The pharmacy is called Sunray Drugs. I guess it's one of the, lo- the smaller pharmacies in the area. For outing her as a HIV positive patient and for outing her as a trans woman. The woman alleges that on November 28th, Sunray Drugs delivered her HIV and transition related hormone medications to the public mail. That clearly had her name and the names of her drugs printed in bold and all caps letters, allowing everyone to see it. And you said this was posted where? The drugstore did. The drugstore sent it. To where she lived at, but put all her information on the outside of the packaging. Oh wow! Whereas you know, I if can you get, get my deal though delivered. You can get an Adam and Eve, and oh. it'd be just it'd be oh. in a black or brown bag <laughs> with nobody's name on it, no return address. It just a, mm. it'd just be hey, your dildo's here, <laughs> but. My good sis can't get her HIV medications and her... Uh, this for Tonya, she taking A plus 600 milligrams. And her tra- transition-related hormonal medication wow. in the mail without them printing all CVS? the shit. CVS? No, I said Sunray Drugs. Okay, okay. wow, thank you. Um. So usually... <laughs> calm down. <laughs> usually the pharmacy delivers the medications in an unmarked brown bag with only her name on it. But for whatever reason, this instance... <laughs> They did not. Um, According to the court documents, the woman had always kept her HIV status and trans identity a secret from her neighbors, immediately canceled her business with the pharmacy, and called the AIDS Law Project of Pennsylvania to report their privacy rights. So, the the case is pending. This is taken care of. (laughs) Um, I think that the important thing is to realize the pharmacies that you are working with, some of these smaller pharmacies don't have the same protections and the same um wokeness i guess is probably the next best word i can think of Mm. um to keep 
your information private. Unfortunately, Sunray uh, Pharmacies did not. So I don't know what they was going through. What they, but I know what they about to go through. A lawsuit. Come on out. Come on out, dress dress cute, cause you about to get red. You might as well be cute while it go down. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's gonna be a lawsuit, <laughs> and that makes me sad. Uh, don't make me sad because um, pharmacies <laughs> it makes me like sad this. For my sister. No, yes, I'm sad that I'm sad that she was outed for her status and for her her um trans transition related drugs, but companies that aren't safe for people. For, for people's HIPAA rights, one, and for people's privacy information, they need to go by the wayside. We don't need to take them into 2020. If you can't figure out this easy shit, why yeah, am I putting you in charge of my goddamn drugs to save and keep apartment. my life? Oh no. My but not even just for our transists. I mean, like, the people in the community. I mean, like, the legal department down to the Sunray Cosmetics or whatever it's called. Pharmacy. pharmacy. Uh... Wow, I don't feel sun rays right now. <laughs> I feel doom and gloom, bro. Yeah, no, not for the your one. bank account. Your Bank of America got to be doom and gloom. <laughs> yeah. Um. <clears throat> and in the midst of while we're uh, celebrating World AIDS Day this past week as well, mm-hmm. so um, if you didn't know, World AIDS Day was just celebrated this past Sunday uh, where we're honoring the deaths of millions of people that have succumbed to the epidemic and disease. 35 million people? So it's worldwide. Yeah. So um, be mindful. Be cognizant of, of things that are going on around you and if the organizations that you have to give your money to pay these deductibles for if they don't want to be cognizant of who you are and what type of drugs that you're taking then don't do your business there. That colorful commentary. There it goes. Last but not least. Oh wow, this early. We cover four stories. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh XQ Ed Buck. Oh my gosh. Do I have to do this with you every week? You sure do. We gotta convict him first. Um Ed Buck is in jail for the foreseeable future, at least until August twenty twenty. Come on, that's the <clears throat> that's my month. Keep him in there through Virgo season. Thank you. At least until August 2020, at least. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I would like to see more circumstantial evidence brought to the case because apparently there's not as much circumstantial evidence as there could be after you've killed two people. After you have killed two people and people across this country and across this world know that you killed these two people, these two people mm-hmm. there's plenty of circumstantial evidence that can get you executed for the things that you have done there's no room for ed buck back on city streets i'm not interested in arguing talk to my lawyers <laughs> um and shout out to um our listener at t622 she always shows us love every yes. weekend and shares our episodes and she's been using convict ed buck when she shares our posts shout out to you thank you for sharing our episodes and thank you for spreading the message convict ed buck and, and then execute it, book. And then execute it, book. All right. <laughs> this week in social studies, um, you know, I've been, oh, well, in my personal journey as a woman. In my mind. <laughs> Come on, Heather. Um, you know, we use astrology 
And we talk about, oh, Aquarius men can't love me. And that's my personal story. Um, and you know, Don't say we. Just say I. That's the I There's Why are you pointing at me? That's the I statement. I'm pointing back at you. There's um, signs of men that you don't like as well. You probably can't deal with a Leo because y'all both fire signs. Can the two fire signs go together? I'm with a fire sign right now. He's a fire sign? Yes. Oh, shout out to y'all. But... <laughs> Um, often society's expectations of these men, um, put them in the same constraints. So, um, during the 25th anniversary of the book, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, a practical guide to improving communication and getting what you want in relationships. (laughs) Um, the Pew Research Center. Okay, um, boomer. (laughs) Did a 4,500 person study. Um, to go with John Gray's book. John Gray has sold 50 million copies of his books worldwide and it's available in 50 languages. I guess the girls really want to be from Mars and Venus. Okay. And they yeah, want to it was com- really big at the time. They want to communicate and be in relationships. So, um, doop, 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 doop. um, one of the stats say that black and Hispanic men say that they feel more social pressure to be interested in sports. Mm-hmm. 81% of black I'm not interested in sports so does that mean like because society expects me to care about the America's team the Dallas Cowboys I know the Nationals just like I know a little bit the Nationals just won in baseball do you know about sports are you masculine yeah society expects you to care about sports so would you, and you're a black man so yeah well Michigan just lost to Ohio uh, I heard there was an upset about that People from Michigan, we upset. <laughs> uh, we real upset. But the the game was like fifty seven to twenty six or something like that. So girl, we can't be that upset from them. That was an ass whooping. Uh, Dallas lost. I think Detroit lost too. So girl, win the Super Bowl. Um, let's see what Jennifer Lopez gonna do. <laughs> what is Shakira? Yeah, I hope she surprise gets Beyonce. Fingers crossed. Um, oh, they could do beautiful lighter. Yeah. Yeah, and then Beyonce's got a Pepsi deal, so you know, Pepsi sponsors the halftime show. Mm-hmm. And Beyonce was probably she would be the most <laughs> welcomed artist to the Super Bowl. She already is with well, three she... performances. Yeah, three or four. Three. She already is the the most. Yeah. Yeah. Make it four. <laughs> I'm bored already. Make it bored. I'm just... Um. The next one says. Okay, so I'm supposed to ask you this, but I forget how I was gonna how I plan to ask you. Drama <laughs> dramatically. So when you're reading Tinder profiles about what women I, I was not on Tinder or long. men are looking for, what are the traits that people are usually looking for in a partner? I don't think those traits are like loves to cook. No, um, I like hiking. Um, that's so superficial. That's what I'm bullshit. saying. Like, what do you what do you think? Just give it. Just give it. I don't think any of them are right answers. Like you don't know that okay. shit until you meet them. Like they can write anything on their Tinder, Jacked, or Grinder profiles they, until you fucking meet their ass, <laughs> and then be like, "Oh, so you do like long walks on the beach? But your ass like long walks on the beach while you taking meth? That's a no." So, <laughs> I I appreciate that you like taking them long walks on the beach, but I'm not doing meth with you to take the long walks on the beach, my love. So, um, of the 4,500 people surveyed by Pew Research Center. They the, take meth too? <laughs> the top traits that were this society, people 
respondents feel society expected of men. The number one response was honesty. Ooh, syllables. The second one is financial success. How are you going to figure that out by a Tinder profile? <laughs> no, just that was just my example. Because you like when you're on Tinder, you're looking at him, you're like, okay, he's cute. He look like a liar. Because <laughs> he's cute, he's definitely a liar. Um, is he financially successful? He probably needs to fend up, fend up because he's cute. <laughs> so, he don't have to be Honest, my life with his words. but he will probably present as more masculine, and you know, um, oh, also, what? In this study, no, that's no, huh? no, colorful commentary. That's a lie, come on, because feminine dudes do the same shit all the goddamn I, time. I do the same, trick. exactly. I See, <laughs> feminine, feminine girls be like, oh, I just want you know, I want you to be financially stable, but I also want you to be able to take care of me as well. I'm like, what. Well, Girl, don't that make you financially unstable? Anyway, top traits society expected men is honesty, financial success, and quote toughness. Whereas, um, being polite and and nurturing were like closer towards the bottom, and even intelligence. Like you don't even have to be cute just to have financial success and be, appear to be masculine, and the girls will love you. Whereas for women, well, um, I guess there's hope out here for future. Whereas for women, um, physical attractiveness is the number one thing respondents said that society expects from women, and I don't think that's fair. And um, actually, being I don't think that's true because I've seen a whole bunch of cute niggas with ugly bitches, and that's why I don't think it's true because I'm like. I always see the men on Twitter say like, oh, that thick girl know where to play the and, sh- and she can suck dick good. And I'm like, because she, she going to eat. <laughs> she going to eat that dick and she going to get her something else to eat after that. These your Zeta sisters that we talked First about last all, week? she is me. <laughs> I'm Kamala right now. Without a- I was bust. Listen. <laughs> I took the bust to some dick before. I'm from Memphis. <laughs> I wish Kamala would took the bus to the goddamn Democratic nomination, but we're not going to go back on that right now. Um, what are your thoughts on this? 61% of... Is this still social studies? What the fuck is going yeah, on? Yeah. Okay. okay. 61% of men, millennial men, answered that they feel pressure to have many sexual partners compared to other generations. Um, generation X, the generation... We... Responded, 61% of us feel like we need to have a whole lot of partners, but Generation X don't feel the same way. Are we, do you feel... No, I think it's definitely more pressure to be a hoe. From who? From where? Society. Other niggas around you. If you only fuck two bitches, they're like, oh, okay. Uh, you need to update your, your freak Twitter. Yeah. Girl, you ain't got no new content. You need more, yeah. <laughs> it's more pressure. I, I feel like for men... I, I feel like in 2019, and hopefully this shit changes in 2020. It ain't, but I feel like I hope. Anyway, um, I think it's more pressure for men to be more hoes than it used to be because, you know, promiscuity was already always an issue, but it's like, well, dog, you only you only fuck one bitch. What you ain't fuck ten at the same time? Like I think that's more prevalent now than it used to be. Mm. Well, definitely check out the full study. The link will be in our description um, wherever you're listening to this podcast. But try trying to understand what 
um, men and women are expected to do in society at work, how you take care of children, just um, the way you present yourself on dates. Like Pew Research Center really went through it, okay? So um, how people communicate and how they can find success in their relationships. I think it's a great study. Sexual health? Yeah, this week in sexual health, um, <clears throat> probably the last sexual health of the year. So, uh, go back and listen to all the other sexual health of the year. Clean your lace front. To, to get your life together for 2020. Um, but this one is about one of the most less commonly known STIs for men and in men. Most people feel like this STI is mostly a, a woman-based STI. There's also um, a slang term for it. I know in the black community, I don't know what white people call it. No shade. Just never heard white people even talk about it. But I know in the black community, black women call it blue waffle. But the STI is actually known as trichomoniasis. Um, and oftentimes it's talked about and relayed as in just women getting it and women having it. But obviously the common denominator is the woman got it from a man. She didn't get it by masturbating. And she have it and he don't, I assume. Cause that's why no, he, he, ha- he has it and that's how she got it. It was oh. transmitted to her. Oh, but it's God. less commonly talked about as an STI for men because um, the symptoms with women seem more prevalent. Mm. Um, with women, you get more of the odor and the direct discharge and the wet mount tests come back more positive more often than not. But trichomoniasis is also, um, obviously, a disease that men can get, even gay men. It's not just a heterosexual virus. And so I wanted to talk about trichomoniasis because I feel like it's not talked about enough. It's an STI that we don't talk about enough or at all. And so if you've never heard of trichomoniasis, it isn't a sexually transmitted infection. Um, It will present as uh, yellow or grayish in discharge from the penis because we're talking to men right now uh, the discharge can come out while you're peeing before you're peeing scary when you just laying down in your underwear or you just laying down naked in your bed or on your couch the discharge can come out at any time it's yellowish or grayish most of the times um it is also a asymptomatic STI, meaning that those symptoms aren't always present when you have trichomoniasis. Um, pain or difficulty urinating or ejaculation are also common symptoms if you are not asymptomatic. So if you are not asymptomatic, you will either see the discharge, you will either have the pain when you are urinating, or um, you will have an interruption or harder times ejaculating because of the infection um you should seek medical attention if itching inside the penis is present so Ah. that is yeah so you know i mean if it you got a dick everybody got a dick it it sometimes on the outside it do that yeah especially if you got pubic hair you Mm -hmm. know itch around that area the balls itch you know quick scratch 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 Uh but the itching is different when it's an infection and the itching can be on the inside, you and so you will be. Put in there. You cannot get it. Well, we'll get to the Q-tip part ah! here, here in a minute. 
but the itching will be on the inside and you'll be scratching and you won't get any relief because you're scratching the outside but not getting to the inside because the inside is what's infected um the q-tip part is it used to be tested by swabs um people used to swab to test for the infection like they did a lot of other stis but you don't have to swab anymore you can do a urinalysis um you should think that yeah, because when I used to go to the clinic, I would never let them use the Q-tip on me. I'm like, ma'am, I don't even use it. So, ma'am, you could just, you could swab the butt if you want, but swab in the front, pointless. So, thank God they'll catch you with the urinalysis. They now. will, okay. Because well, I could have possibly been a you victim. Could, you could have been I an inmate just, as well. Yes, <laughs> I you could have been an inmate. Um, so, you can also do a ur- with a urinalysis test along with your full panel testing that I've always recommended. Always. As long as the show has been going on. Do not just get one test. Get all of the tests and make sure because if you are susceptible to trichomoniasis, you are susceptible to a lot of other STIs and STDs, including HIV. So get it all tested while you are there. Knock all that shit out at once. Um, The last part that I want to talk about is it's very easy to get reinfected. Um, It is an infection that can live for days on your underwear or on your bed sheets if you sleep naked or on the person or in the person that you've been recently having sex with unprotected you can be reinfected after you've been treated within 24 hours which is an extremely important thing because a lot of times people will be like oh i got it i got it but you know i went and took my um azithromycin or i got my shot and i'm good blah 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 and then they put the fucking underwear back on that they had on yesterday my love, your huh. penis was leaking the trichomoniasis discharge in your underwear, and now your penis is back next to the trichomoniasis in the underwear, and now you got reinfected. That sounds very Detroit. <laughs> or Atlanta. South Haven. <laughs> Don't do us. <clears throat> so, um, make sure that you wash anything that your penis or the discharge could have been in contact with thoroughly in hot water, Preferably with bleach. Um, And the sex toys that you may have used or played in as well. Wow, I never thought about the sex toys. Sex toys as well because... His tongue, maybe. His tongue or Mm. (laughs) pre-cum or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah, all of those things you could easily be reinfecting yourself Mm. with trichomoniasis. And so, that is one I feel like we don't typically talk about, but want to make sure that we talked about at least at the end of the year because i know y'all might be getting all kind of gifts trying to get kept and warm. things you're gonna be warm down there at the health clinic for christmas <laughs> some of y'all might not hear another episode until mlk we weekend <laughs> so, so what's the song for your soul this week <laughs> we ain't there yet so until all of that gets there make sure you are aware get yourself treated get yourself tested it is no shame in anybody's game that is sexual health this week. What's the song for your soul? What's yours? So, my homegirl said, you gonna act like I wasn't in the basement working with you? You gonna act like I wasn't in the Bentley making love to you? What about all the nights that I stayed up waiting for you, praying for you? What about all the nights that I was laid up with you? I nigga, I ain't no fool. What you say? What you say? Nigga.
Speak up. What did you say? Is this something by Kishiko? Seven Streeter. Oh. <laughs> and it was just the way that she so eloquently said it over an R&B beat. And then in the video, she would have got eight to ten dancers. Um, you know, she just... What you say? Nigga, what you say? All this commitment and all this... These things I done gave you, all this time. And what the fuck I look like? And this one part in the song, she goes... Mm, nigga. And I'm just like... That's right, girl. Call him out. Fuck him. She said, mm, nigga. And I said, that's, I just felt it in my... Shondo. In my diaphragm. And I could take a deep breath. And I could just put it on my niggas like shit playlist. And just play that song and just in there somewhere. So, What You Say by Seven Streeter is the song for my soul. Is that from a recent album? It's a recent single. Um, mine might be a little bit more known than that one. No shade. It just came out. It don't matter. Cool. Um, as y'all know, it is Sagittarius. Oh my gosh! (laughs) And we'll get a Sagittarius song every week. We sure the fuck (laughs) are. Rihanna said the rain ain't over. It ain't. It actually ain't. It ain't. She and that's what I'm trying to say. She fashion icon by uh, Diana Ross or somebody she was. Sure. <laughs> but the rain ain't over. And so it's Sagittarius okay. season and the rain ain't over. All right. Um, This Sagittarius is going to be the only white Sagittarius that I highlight this month. Uh, The next Sagittarius I'm going to highlight will be black like uh, the one that I highlighted last week as well. You only know one, so... Mm. I know many Sagittarius. We have meetings. <laughs> cool story. This Sagittarius has not been to a meeting in a while, but we we hold her in high regards. Uh-huh. Emeritus. <clears throat> okay. Like when the girls retired, but they were still a pussy during their tenure, so you have to so, give the girls their credit. <laughs> so that's why this... <clears throat> I'm going to clear my throat because I'm going to get this one right. <clears throat> that's why this one is most important. Because... People had told this Sagittarius queen that she had expired and her time had passed. And girl, we not even looking to that. Girl, we moving on to, we got these three other girls out here doing stuff. And you know, that thing, that little thing you was doing in the 90s, that was cute and stuff. Don't come over here in the 2000s with that. But in 2007, this Sagittarius queen said, you know what? I still have my crown. I still have my placement. I still have my position. And I'll give you whatever I want to give you when I want to give it to you. She said, and I'm opening and quoting the song lyrics. It's Britney, bitch. I see you. And I just want to dance with you. Every time they turn the lights on, I just want to get go the extra mile for you. I want to do a public display of affection. Feels like no one else is in the room but you. We can get down like there's no one around. We'll keep it rocking. We'll keep it rocking. Cameras are flashing while we're dirty dancing. They keep watching. They keep watching. Keep watching. 
feels like the crowd is saying, give me more, give me more, give me more. Give me more. She said it about 20 more times, but I'm not going to tell y'all 20 more times. Center of attention, even when we're up against the wall, you've got me in a crazy position. If you're on a mission, you got my permission. We can get down like there's no one around. We'll keep on rocking. We'll keep on rocking. Cameras are flashing while we are dirty dancing. They keep on watching. Keep on watching. Feels like the crowd is saying, give me more. Give me more. The Queen said on the 2007 Blackout album, I'm not done. I'm not going nowhere. And y'all can just give me more. Britney Spears, my Sagittarius Queen. I live. Give me more. Song for my song. Um, it was we recently celebrate we celebrate the anniversary of Blackout every fall, and people continue to join the train of it's amazing how she was at that place in her life. Mm-hmm. And that is the best album she put out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Career defining album. So and, and every time I see that specific tweet about how it defined her career and that was the craziest point. I'm like, yeah, yeah, hard working. I'll give Britney Spears that. I ain't give you nothing. <laughs> I'll give Britney Spears that. That's fine. <laughs> it comes to the Sagittarius account. It don't it don't matter. It don't matter. <laughs> Um, for my here for it this week, I have two things. Um, the first one, Timbaland did that, uh, gets the did that award at this was the Onika radio show. <laughs> the did that award goes to, um, Timbaland. Um, he's been doing this, um, throwback Thursday thing. And of course it was Thanksgiving. And so he put out this, um, slow jam remix of Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Somebody. Mm-hmm. And I... I just am so glad that he is invigorated and currently um, finding inspiration for new music because I definitely hope that he produced some more hits in 2020 that we get to hear. Convince hope. Convince hope. So um, I know that he's playing around with this song from 1980-something, but I hope that he's working on new stuff as well because I really think Timbaland is a musical genius and I want to hear more of it. I am absolutely here for what Timbaland did with that Whitney Houston song. Um, the next thing is, um, so reports according to Radar Online say that um, Caitlyn Jenner, who is currently recording the UK show, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. So Caitlyn Jenner has been stuck in the woods. You know, they throw the celebrities in a trashy environment and you say, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, and that's how you get eliminated. So um, Caitlyn has been like, you know, being real chill like yeah this was not about me and so he's they're all having cheese oh cancel me now my intent is pure so Kaylin is sitting around in the woods telling people about how her experience with her children when she came out and so how when Kaylin told chloe that um she wanted to be Kaylin. Their relationship immediately changed and it hurts Caitlyn's feelings because Caitlyn felt like they were really close. And then so um, immediately a cease and desist letter, according to reports at Radar Online, showed up in the woods. Um, and Chris Jenner and them want Caitlyn to sign a cease and desist where they don't talk about, Caitlyn can't talk about anything related to the family. Th- that's my whole fucking life. 
y'all would y'all would be having attorney's fees to send me no cease and desist if I had did what I did and paved the way for you so you could do your little shenanigans on Instagram so you could have a way to have a life. And the bitch who sent it, Chris, what the fuck? You wouldn't be the bitch that you are if I had to do what I did and paved the way for you to be sitting up on that damn treadmill in the 1980s goddamn exercise video, VHS. What? Y'all get on my nerves. I can't I can't stand that every time Kaylin gets a job, Kaylin gets a magazine cover. She has to talk about her life. They send a cease and desist. Don't talk about that. Kaylin puts out a book. Oh, here's a cease and desist. You can't talk about your life experience in your book. I get a TV show. Y'all send me a cease and desist. I can't talk about my life on, on this TV show. Bitch, I'm not finna get rolled up at all my jobs. So y'all need to come on down here to the meeting room, conference A. Um, hash shit all the fuck out. Get it all the fuck out. I said that when I came out to Chloe, I feel like my relationship changed. I have valid place to say that I feel like my relationship with my daughter changed when I told her I was becoming Caitlyn. And then she stopped speaking to me for five years. I have valid place as Caitlyn Jenner to say, I feel like Chris always knew. I have place to say that I feel like I know that in my book. I can say that. So I don't know what conference room and who bringing the bagels but I definitely recommend that y'all get it did because I know the next time Caitlyn Jenner gets a job, I don't want, I hate to see it. The headline is not about, oh, Caitlyn, the book's another gig. Look at her. 70, I think Caitlyn is 70, 72 years old at this point. Ooh, child. And, woo, child. I got mine. And, you know, um, making moves out here. The headline is always Caitlyn booked the job with a girl. The Kardashians out here hating and seeing this, and seeing and saying she can't be fruitful and merry and glorious. Get it together. I'm, and I'm not here for it. Trying to silence uh, my mother. That's not my sister. My um, mother's voice. Every time she get a job, it's some the hate train. It's worse than the Nikki hate train at this point. Choo-choo. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't understand. Um, I don't think the the show is gonna sound shady, but I don't think the show is like the Kardashian that, show or the I'm a celebrity get me the out of here. I'm a, I'm a celebrity get me out of here show uh-huh. is like that mainstream where it's so many people watching it that anybody in the Kardashian family will be tarnished by hearing what Caitlyn Jenner has to say about her experience, and so it's, it feels very petty to me at this point. For any Jenner or Kardashian to be like, you know what? Send Caitlyn a, a season to assist because I don't like what she's saying about me. Like, on average, all of them hoes have sixty million followers, <sighs> and it's not six. And it's not sixty million people watching this show. So whatever you post on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever your social media platform is, more people are going to see what you're doing. Then see what Caitlyn is doing. So why is this hurting you? The only the only reason I can think of is y'all still feel hurt about how Caitlyn feels hurt. And the retaliation is transphobic at that point. And I'm not here for it. I'm not here for it either. <laughs> <clears throat> um like we talked about last week as well. 
Um, we talked about the new infections in New York City and all five boroughs going down and below epidemic levels. Um, and this week I also want to report another fucking win. Yeah. For the girls. Thank you. We need it. We need it. Because Detroit let us down at the Thanksgiving football game. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> um, for the girls that are still... I don't want to say dumb. No. You can't say stuff like that. Ignorant. Okay. Ignorant better. of the impact of PrEP and treat as treatment as prevention in the infectious yes, disease... Bro. In the infectious disease community. So, um, they typically are the ones of, oh, well, you know, everybody out here on PrEP and, you know, they all hoes and they don't care about these other STIs and STDs and blah, 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 this and that. And that's why these rates is going up. But also explain to me why these rates of HIV are going down in New York City that we talked about last week. And also in the state of Maryland. Mm-hmm. Maryland has reported its lowest numbers of HIV cases in more than 30 years. The disease has been out for 30? years. 50? The 80s? No. How old am I? Woo, child. No, I forgot how old I was. I was like, no, I'm not 50 years old. I'm not giving myself. Sorry. <laughs> Math. <laughs> um, the, di- the disease has has only been out for those 30 years Uh and in 30 years of recorded maryland infectious disease history this is the only time that hiv has recorded the lowest number of new hiv cases in all the time that they have been recording hiv cases in 30 years Uh that is only due to the impact no because everybody moving we're moving. We're not staying here. That has nothing to do with nothing. We're, oh my gosh! They leaving DC and Virginia to go to Maryland to get away from Trump? No, that makes I sense. don't. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. The impact of uh, treatment as prevention and prep has lowered the number of newly HIV cases to the lowest number that it has been in 30 plus years and uh this is reported by WTOP uh <clears throat> a news organization organization for Maryland. Yeah, that's our local NBC affiliate or something. It's it's important. It's uh, yeah. WTOP.com, you can go find the stats. Through Maryland, though Maryland is one of the states hit hard by HIV, we have made substantial progress in reducing New infections over the past 10 years and over the long run of 30 years. Department of Health Secretary Robert R. Neal. We still have a lot of work to do, but today's numbers are encouraging. Are an encouraging sign that Maryland's prevention and treatment efforts are working to achieve our goals. So, those efforts include more education and efficacy around PrEP and TASP. Um, the low infection rate puts... Maryland on track to support the United States Department of Health and Human Services goal of reducing the number of new HIV infections nationwide by 75%. Woo! 75%. That's a big goal. But states like Maryland and areas like New York York City City. are helping them get to these numbers. How could they replicate And they're not getting to these numbers because Mm -hmm. people are saying, well... Condoms, condoms and abstinence is the only way that we're going to stop it. Condoms and abstinence have been around for 40 years, and they haven't stopped shit. 
<laughs> the intro the introduction of these new drugs and new ways of not becoming HIV infected are the only thing that you can point to. It really is. Um, and detractors of, of this argument are left with just another footnote of here's why you are wrong. Will you read these things? Some of them won't. They just, you know, have their mind made up about shit yeah. and that's cool, whatever. But for the progression of the rest of us and for the progression of people that want to be forward thinking, these articles are helpful in saying, yes, PrEP and treatment as prevention is useful. And and it's not without fault. It can be improved in different ways. We have more than one drug offered as PrEP right now, which is an improvement. But don't go and fly in the face of improvement and then talk about visiting the past of, well, girl, abstinence and condoms is the only way we're going to get through anything. The pullout method. You can still get trichomoniasis from that. Oh, uh, okay. Let me see. I'm trying to think of another method. And that's why we talked about it this week. So, uh-huh. say uh, trade is fucking you and he pull mm-hmm. he pull out and he come on your butthole. You can still get trichomoniasis from that. Wow. Because that's the other pink parts. Yeah. Yeah. So if he's infected with trichomoniasis, <laughs> and he come on your uh, come on your booty hole, and he got trichom. <laughs> anyway, wow, it's so funny. Tricky. No story. Um, and so I'm not. I, I'm absolutely here for the progression of prep and treatment as prevention, but I'm absolutely not here for anyone that is fighting the current of what is actually going on in sexual health and infectious diseases in 2019 going into 2020 this is time for our last call um get your dasani waters your smart water because uh, you just got better knowledge okay get your coffee cup or get your um whatever you got fill it with i was drinking whiskey this weekend oh. y'all had me drinking brown who was y'all? I didn't do that. Uh, Kenneth came over and we was drinking brown. Oh, double work. Fill your glass with something and take a last call with us. Um, yeah. Shout out to everybody who um, participated in Giving Tuesday. But um, my last call is definitely definitely to this week's post on Patreon. Uh, you guys, I am so excited. So excited, so excited. And when I am allowed to share more details, I will be even more excited. But um, shout out to you, friend. And um, that's my last call. <coughs> You're my last call. Shout out to your news. I'm excited for your news. This okay. Is, this is good. Uh, if you want to know more about the news that he's talking about, make sure that you get over to our Patreon right now yeah. and you will see more about the news. But it is life-changing, earth-shattering news. Okay, well, have it. Thank you. Um, My last call is to the news that after decades in the music vault, Aaliyah's music will finally be available to streaming services in 2020. It's been a long road. It's been a long journey, okay? Aaliyah's uncle... Fuck her. They was using Tum Tum directions at first. Then they changed the batteries in it and they still got lost and the music didn't end up on the streaming services. 
announced the news on Twitter telling fans that the music will drop on January 16th, 2020. That's an important date. Yeah, it's like right before MLK weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we listen. This is not a drill in honor of the great legacy of Aaliyah. Um, they will be releasing all of her music. Now, I am a fan fan, and so I got the CDs. I will admit some of the CDs are a little bit old, so they scratched. Yeah, they so, scratched up. You got to get the alcohol on the CDs. Yeah, and so I appreciate that this is coming out. That way, I can download and and like make playlists where I can just listen mm-hmm. to it without anything scratching or skipping or anything like that. But I the have the original CD, so we got to skip the first two albums. I don't have mm-hmm. to skip shit. Um, I don't. I'm sorry. So, so can I, I know to JS Ice Cream then taste my. I would have put that on my Get That Dick playlist, but it was written by that predator, so I don't know what to do. She, (laughs) in my opinion, was seduced and coerced into things. Oh. That does not take away from her musical genius. I love Age by... um, Age ain't nothing but a number. Age ain't nothing but a number. I love Age ain't nothing but a number. I can still listen to AJ ain't but a number ain't nothing but a number and hear what Aaliyah was talking about. Mm. I know what uh what R. Kelly was talking about. I know what he was talking about mm-hmm. in being involved in that project. I can still listen to the song without okay. the R. Kelly Exception to the rule of realness. Um mm. without the R. Kelly So I can still listen to J S taste my ice cream then. You can do whatever you want to. I'm just telling. I'm just. I'm just saying what was was good for me. Okay. Because for me, I listened to Aaliyah and didn't even know R. Kelly was even present when I first listened to Aaliyah. It was only Aaliyah for me, and then I found out R. Kelly was present mm-hmm. afterwards, and I was like, okay, that's nice. That's cute for him. But it's always been Aaliyah for me, whether he was in the background, whether he was um, double clicking her mouse while she was in the studio. Whether he whether he was producing or writing, I didn't know none of that. All I knew was Aaliyah, and I am preserving that for myself. <clears throat> and you have that. I will. And I suggest some of y'all have it as well, because some of the shit is good. If you want to listen to some good-ass, old-ass R&B, the shit is going to be available to us January 16th on streaming and um, other platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, and Tidal, and Amazon Prime. They're prime money good, so. Yeah, I paid them already this month, so, girl. <laughs> that is this week's episode of Here For It Podcast. Make sure you check out the show at hereforitpod.com, hereforitlive.com. Dasham? Dasham. Come on, have Hanukkah coming up. Um, here for it. All the things, okay? If here you, for it live. If you find us on one, you'll find all the rest of them. Um, and my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And of course, RonaldMatters.com. Girl, y'all know it's the end of the year. He already tired. <laughs> the girl is tired. This this how you know niggas uh, be old. Uh, uh, we wrapping up. Mm, mm, um, mm. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. Uh, you can find me on anything that you can find Aaliyah Properties on in 2020. Um... The revolution will be televised. Make sure that you take your Shuvada and stay tuned for our next episode.